Hi everyone, Assalamu alaikum. Hope everybody's fine. Eid just passed. Uh, we've had a lot of rantings, my rantings throughout this Eid, um, based on how basically people are behaving regardless of blah, blah, blah. Let's move on. So, what are we going to talk about today? Today is more of an. Uh, a list you could say we're going to list our pet peeves okay so um, my pet peeves um, I'm sure are exactly the same as most of the people around me um, specifically my country but also generally universally globally for example pet peeve number one ours is a cotton producing country and yet suddenly we don't seem to find pure cotton fabrics anymore. Why? Did we decide to export 100% of our produce, both raw and finished? Or did somebody suddenly decide to become the cotton mafia and subjugate us to wearing the worst kinds of fabrics uh, pretending as if we're sitting in Europe. You know, we're not in Europe, okay? Even Europe has cotton, by the way, despite the fact that it's not a, uh, exactly a continent that has to bear a lot of heat. Now, our country is a hot country. It's a tropical country. And right now, because of the climate change, the our summers have become not just hotter, but they've become more and more humid. So where we used to have only two or two and a half months of Monsoon, it's as if as soon as winter finishes, spring barely comes and we're back into that hell of monsoon season. It's as if monsoon has now decided to come for about four to five months a year. You can imagine how suffocating it is for us and how much, how much heat we have to now bear every day and every day gets hotter. It's just hotter than the previous day. Every year is hotter than the previous year. You know, every day we're breaking records of, you know, how much heat our summers can produce. And here you are suddenly deciding to ditch cotton, which is our local produce, by the way. And then you bring us these third class polyester synthesized fabrics. And you make our people wear those and you actually have the nerve to have synthetic mixed cotton or polycotton and you tell us oh this is pure cotton as if we as if we don't know what pure cotton looks like hello we've been wearing cotton like for our entire lives and all of a sudden you decide for us what cotton is and what happened to lawn you know okay so lawn and voile these are again our what we call staple fabrics in pakistan and yet, all of a sudden, these newfangled designers, because they have nothing much, sorry to say, but I mean, really, they, they have no real skill or talent. So they've decided, oh, you know what, because everybody's in love with lawns and everybody's in love with voils and because this is our staple fabric and, you know, they, this is something that we can actually monopolize. So suddenly you decided to turn lawn into an elitist fabric. It's not an elitist fabric, okay? Lawn is our, stip, uh, our staple fabric, and it's a staple fabric for a reason. It is something that is available to our mass, and there is a reason why our two most prominent and 
one of the oldest brands of cotton fabrics never ever chose to monopolize lawn okay you have gulamad you have sitara some and you have um, selene fabrics you have these two to three very very old very very famous cotton producing uh, should i say um, cotton fabric uh, producing countries or brands or whatever uh, sorry <laughs> uh, uh, this was a bit of a but i mean you know brands and then you know they there's a reason why they didn't really touch i mean they worked on lawn and they worked on on boil but they never tried to make it a product for elites and now all of a sudden all these new designers you know and and the worst part about these new designers is it's not even worth the money i mean the only thing is that they're using pure lawn they've monopolized the whole lawn industry but their designs are awful um sometimes their quality is awful as well and it's too costly so the common man suddenly is deprived of the staple cloth of pakistan way to go way to go amazing now our second pet peeve which again is shared by most people why can't you people use local products why are we forced to pay triple the amount that we normally would for shoes and bags that don't last us a month again the heat here is unbearable you buy bags and shoes even from europe and they get destroyed they actually self destruct within months just laying in your cupboard and you 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 hardly even get the chance to wear them not even once okay and then you go for local shoes and local bags why because the material is durable the material that was always used for our local shoes and bags it used to be durable and it, it was like zero maintenance you know but now even our local shoemakers have decided to import materials from china and again they don't even see the quality of materials that they're importing after all china has four rates you know there are four different quality rates and why is it that we always seem to get the lowest and you get that quality you put that in your local shoes and bags and you say we used imported material so and then you again charge us more than you should and we again end up with chipped shoes and chipped bags you know literally flaking off i mean seriously we are always paying more for less that's what's going on and that is where you suddenly remember your to be westernized it's amazing how you want to be westernized where it suits you because in the western world capitalism you know you have you always pay more for less and there's no such thing as durability and everything has to just you know be discarded within months if not a year and suddenly that suits you because you see that you can earn a lot and you deprive the public of quality material goods as if that wasn't enough you try to do it with food now we are an agricultural country and yet the amount of filth that we are getting nowadays the amount of gmo produces that we're getting nowadays we are an agricultural country what happened to organic 
this is obviously now a universe this this comes more towards a global or a universal problem because all over the world people are just wondering why are we eating gmos i mean why what happened to organic okay fine you can obviously i actually understand the need for using pesticides and you know certain types of fertilizers because you want to ensure that the food or the crops that are growing that they don't get uh, they don't get damaged or they don't get eaten up and that the quality can be retained and they should be edible i get that but that doesn't mean that you should suddenly just change the whole genetics of the produce so that it can actually lose its nutritional value the original nutritional value which it's supposed to be giving us and so we end up eating god knows what you know again it's a synthesized form so synthesized clothing synthesized food you know everything is artificial our lives are artificial and here we are we're living it Sometimes, you know, I really wonder the amount of crap that we can put inside our bodies and on ourselves. It's amazing, you know, but just because we can endure it and doesn't mean we have to. And it doesn't mean that you have to force us to endure lowering the quality of our lifestyle. Okay, this is what we call lowering the quality of our lifestyle. When you do not eat good food when you do not get to wear pure breathable clothes when you do not get to wear shoes that are durable when you can't make do with good bags that have you know that are good quality i don't get it i seriously i don't get it you know there is an ecosystem we're part of that ecosystem try to let us remain part of that ecosystem for god's sake i mean i've had enough i mean the worst part is that we can't even get underwear in pure cotton anymore i mean seriously i mean seriously do you think we're living in fucking europe i mean seriously the i cannot find pure cotton underwear anywhere in pakistan they give you this ketinuma stuff and they, they give you this polyester mixed stuff and then they swear to high heavens that it's cotton and you just want to smack them with that same underwear in fact what i want to do is i want to stuff that underwear into their mouths and then i want to set that underwear underwear on fire and see what happens you cannot play with us when it comes to especially fabrics because as i said in our country the heat is intolerable okay we it's become so intolerable especially with the humidity and with the with the it's 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 so unbearable that you can't even let any fabric touch your skin literally i mean you literally cannot let any fabric touch your skin now imagine a synthetic fabric rubbing against your skin in this heat imagine having to wear underwear that has polyester mixed in it or nylon mixed in it just imagine that and you have to tolerate it in this heat fitte moh tum logon ka waise you know and again this comes under to me this comes under quality control and it comes under consumer rights it comes under 
all the implementations of consumer laws which we don't have you know there is a certain standard that has to be maintained by all service industries they're not being maintained i don't care who you are or where you come from if you cannot give me what i want i'm not going to buy from you i don't care if you make the whole market sell me nothing but polyester I'm going to stop shopping. I'm not one of those people where I'm going to say, you know, oh, what should I do just because I don't have a choice now. You're shoving this at my face. So now I have to wear this anyway. So I need to buy this. No, I'd rather go find a place that actually has what I'm looking for. I'd rather spend on that than waste my money buying something that I know I just cannot wear or cannot eat or cannot use. And I think more and more of our people need to do that. More and more of our people need to stop being shopaholics. They need to stop wasting their money. Okay, they need to sit down and seriously consider what is it that they really need, what is it that they can really use. And we really need to go back to those times where when we bought something thinking, how long can this thing last? Why? Because we're part of the ecosystem again. Okay, we cannot add more pollutants than we already have try to be a little more conscious because we really really have given we got nothing but uh we were dealt really badly in the sense that look at what our generation left us busted ozone layer economic crisis, corruption, lowering the standard of our life's quality. And then imagine we've already got nothing. What are we going to leave our kids? They've already been hit by COVID. And thanks to that, their education is in ruins. And we still haven't formulated a policy or a reform in education so that we should be able to, you know, we're, we're, I mean, I've heard my government talk about this for like a year that we're going to reform our education and we're going to make it more skill-based and we're going to be able to, we need to be able to educate our children in how to be, how to, uh, you know, look for opportunities to make their lives better by using their skills and their talent as well as their qualifications. But I haven't yet seen that reform come into play, you know. I haven't seen anything being done. All I'm listening to are words coming out of people's mouths from different governments all over the world. But I don't see anybody actually physically doing something. Similarly, the environment. We've been screaming about the environment. The new generation screaming about the environment. Everybody's just screaming. But... Laying down concrete steps, for example, you know, controlling the U.S. Uh, when it comes to its monopolization of uh, petroleum, you know, um, we all know that this is toxic. We've all tried to go for green energy, and we know that the biggest culprit here when it comes to um, trashing the earth, um, creating uh, toxins, and um, not letting go of petrol, you know, the monopoly of it, 
the, the main culprit is the US. So they're the biggest pollutants in the world. And they're the reason why the world just does not seem to be able to steer itself into the right direction. So sensible countries are always trying to cut themselves off from the US. And it is a struggle, but it's a struggle that we need to do because we cannot associate ourselves with a country that is so irresponsible when it comes to uh, global benefits. I mean, it's so irresponsible when it comes to its own national benefits. Imagine what it's doing to the rest of the world. The US has been funding terrorists. It has been, you know, hiring and subcontracting terrorists all over the world. It has been sending terrorists from the US to the rest of the world. You know, and then it's been behind fabrication of news. It's been behind disinformation, misinformation when it comes to um, politics, when it comes to environment, when it comes to climate change, when it comes to human rights, when it comes to wars, when it comes to um, nuclear weapons, when it comes to seriously anything and everything from bio-warfare to chemical and as I said I mean they're not even benefiting their own people so imagine what they're doing to the rest of the world I think sanctions need to be laid on the US and other countries that follow the US who are being highly irresponsible and I think that steps need to be taken concrete steps need to be taken in order to at least try and improve the quality of our air, the quality of our life, the quality of the goods that we use, the food that we eat, and the clothes that we wear. This is our basic right, okay? These are our basic rights. And no one, no one in hell can take it away from us. And why are we even letting them? The truth is that we are the ones who are letting them take it away from us. We shouldn't. We really need to take a stand. These are our basic rights, okay? The right to clean water, the right to air, the right to clean uh, environment, the right to good food, the right to be able to have a variety of clothes we can choose from that are not forced on us. Same with any and every product really that concerns our daily lives. I mean, we, we're, we're in, in such a space now that it, it seems like it's the shopkeepers dictate what it is that we need to wear and what it is that we need to eat and what it is that we need to use in our homes. You know, they seem to dictate it to us. Why should they? Why don't we have a real choice? I mean, the choices are taken away from us. This is not a choice where you have, okay, you know what? This is chrome and this is iron. What do you, what, what would you like to choose? What happened to stainless steel? What happened to aluminium? You know, this is not a choice where you say, this is polycotton and this is pure polyester. Which would you choose? This is not a choice. This is nylon. This is polyester. What would you choose? These are not choices. Okay. Choices are where you actually have options. So the, this, this, is, this is just BS. This is total BS. 
we need to start reconstructing our lives and we need to start refining our options. We need to give something more positive to our children instead of making them live lives that are more terrible than ours. They'll end up being suffocated. I mean, imagine, imagine living in a country where there's intolerable heat and you cannot even find cotton underwear. I mean, seriously, just, you don't need to imagine that. Just come to our country. You'll be living that. I mean, it's, it's just, as we say in our language, you know, Hadi Mukhi Paiye. Hadi They've really crossed all their limits when it comes to this. Anywho, we'll just end up screaming and yapping and yelling and ranting and nothing's going to happen. Nothing's going to happen. Not unless we take drastic measures, of course. And then suddenly we will become anarchists and we'll become rebels and we'll become, you know, we'll become extremists and terrorists. It's amazing. Uh, the narrative is always controlled by a certain minority. It's amazing how a certain minority gets to control a huge majority. It's amazing. Only humans are capable of that. I wish we would try to live more like animals, you know? Animals are the only creatures on Earth that actually follow a natural law, they follow nature, they're normal. Human beings are the only creatures on earth that go against nature and call it natural. They're abnormal and they call it normal. And they call normal abnormal. And they call natural unnatural. It's amazing. It's just amazing what the human mind can do. We'll go on, continue to be amazing. Let us all be amazing. Have an amazing life. Goodbye. Ciao. Hudafis.